I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Years ago, I was a bit more cynical, I guess, when it came to Augusta. I'd sort of think, oh, why'd they, you know, that's a bit odd, or why didn't they do this? Or, And you look at the old, you know, the black and white photos when Mackenzie first built it and it's changed quite a bit <clears throat> but then I went so I went I've been twice I've been lucky enough to go twice so I was there in 2012 and I kind of yeah there are a couple of holes that would be nice to change and a couple of little <laughs> things that would be nice to change but overwhelmingly it was just like wow two a one two three four <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, driver's recommended. <laughs> oh, is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> G'day and welcome. This is Golf. The podcast. Andrew Datto is my name. I am a professional golfing enthusiast, and each week the intention is to talk to like minded folks. So it's golfers, so pros or punters, believers, and it is simply for the love of golf. We're off to a flyer this week designer Michael Cocking of OCM. So OCM is Ogilvy Cocking and Mead. Um, we had Jeff, that's Jeff Ogilvy, uh, on some time ago talking about another OCM redesign, um, as luck would have it, and that was Lonsdale Lynx. And I got to play Lonsdale Lynx just after playing Peninsula Kingswood, which is the course we're talking about today. For the record, Lonsdale was definitely a challenge. It was a Callaway day. So if you haven't played one of them, <laughs> if you haven't played one of them, it's, it's the day they put the pin, the tips all the way back and the pins in fairly impossible spots and it was windy and I got belted badly. I was too excited. It's a problem. I get too excited and don't play as well as I possibly should until I settle down. Um, the greens, as Jeff said on that earlier podcast, are tricky. But then as my mum reminded me, now she's 81 and a member at Lonsdale Links, um, she said, look, it's meant to be fun. You know, you get to go up and down and round and round. So I think she's right. Today, however, the focus is definitely on Michael and Peninsula Kingswood. I touched on it ever so briefly during our chat. This is pretty much where we learnt to play golf as kids. Mum and Dad were members there. Um, there's the North and the South course. Uh, we'd have dinner in the dining room when my grandparents gone and Pop would stay. We'd have dinner and then roll down the hill in our good clothes towards the 18th green. The 18th green is still there. The hill is still there. The hill isn't as big as I thought it was. And the green is very different. It's surrounded by bunkers left, right and back 
with a beautiful entrance at the front. Um, the whole experience of Peninsula Kingswood is extraordinary. It's from the front gates. From the second you arrived, you turn left or right off Sky Road in Frankston, and it's the number five course in Australia. So um, I was pretty pretty amped about getting there. The practice area is enormous. The full driving range. There's a brilliant short game area. Putty green, of course, and it did generally take my breath away. Um, to be honest, I was a bit excited about getting on course, and their four played predictably badly until settling it down. Uh, Michael Ferroni is the pro from Mornington Golf Club. He joined us for the round, um, and he was terrific, um, and he'll add a tip on the way through. It was the Thursday before the Masters, so I thought with Michael being one of Australia's premier golf course designers, um, and he's got some pretty interesting things going on at the moment, including um, Medina Number no. 3, which they've just been signed to, uh, to to redevelop. I thought, why don't we start with Augusta? So I hope you enjoy the chat with Michael. He's a big thinker, a deep thinker, um, and he was very generous with his time. Really enjoyed the chat with him, loved the game of golf, um, and I hope you enjoy this. the Masters on right now, what are your thoughts on Augusta? Do you look at it and think, wow, I wouldn't mind changing that? Um, I was probably that way inclined. Years ago, I was a bit more cynical, I guess, when it came to Augusta. I'd sort of think, oh, why'd they, you know, that's a bit odd, or why didn't they do this? Or, And you look at the old, you know, the black and white photos when Mackenzie first built it, and it's changed quite a bit. <clears throat> but then I went... So I went, I've been twice, I've been lucky enough to go twice. So I was there in 2012 and I kind of, yeah, there are a couple of holes that would be nice to change and a couple of little <laughs> things that would be nice to change, but overwhelmingly it was just like, wow, this is unbelievable. So is this one of the um, problems being a golf course designer that you can't look at anything without wanting to change or alter? Yeah, I find, or I find it easier to critique a course walking it rather than playing it because when you play it, you kind of get in your own little world. The goal, the goal for me starts playing golf again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can kind of, I can separate the two. I mean, it's just such an amazing place. It's so pretty. But, but, but in, t- in terms of in, in general golf, oh. so when you play, if you came to Long Reef on the northern beaches where I play, would you be able to play that and not go, oh, you know what we should do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the act of, you know, from there playing golf, you know, the act of hitting nice shots is... It's still golf, but you still might look at things and go, eh, you know, it's usually dependent on who I'm playing with. So how important is it for you to be, as a designer, to be a good golfer? Non-golfers will say it's not important. Um, I think it helps because you, you need to understand what a quality, you know, four iron is to, you know, is this, is this a doable shot? Is it Because you're, you're often trying to dance the line of when something's you know too hard or not hard enough so it's, it's kind of important to understand you know what's achievable in, ter- in terms of a shot so and if you're not a golfer it that would be that would be tricky so so that, that's really interesting too hard or not hard enough according to who right so if you look at a golf court say look at peninsula kingswood yeah. right so that you full redesign four years ago and just for the record it's so good to come back here because we used to come here for you know dinner with our grandparents and I probably played my first golf here ever with, with, with mum and dad yeah, yeah. and it's completely different who, who are you making like who, who are you looking for in terms of 
how hard versus how easy? Well, the, I guess the holy grail for designers is trying to make a course that's challenging for a good player and playable for an average player. So that's sort say, of say that again. Say that again. So your starting point is you're, you're trying to make it fun and friendly and interesting for an average player. But the better you are, the harder the golf course becomes. Because you have to start... If you want to make a birdie on a hole... Like, the, for a good player, the hole might be an easy bogey or an easy par. But if you want to make a birdie, you have to actually take on the trouble. You have to play close to a hazard to get a better angle to a green. Okay. And that's kind of the essence of strategy. So what, when, you, when you're looking at a parcel, a parcel of land or a golf course that you're redesigning and you like you're about to go back to America to do Medina number three there, you know, wow. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I mean, you're going to mess with that. Good luck. Um, what, do you see shapes? Do you see geometry? Do you see, I mean, how do you, what do you look, I mean, what is your brain process? Do you, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's a really hard... It's a very good question and it's a very hard one to answer because I think... Because all these things are going through your brain. Mm. You, you, the aesthetic... It, like, I'm quite an aesthetic person, so often I'll see shapes and see things in front of me. But then you're also... You are also thinking about difficulty and the length of shots and... Um, and you, I guess your brain is just processing all these things at the same time. And then you're sort of thinking bigger picture spatially like is the hole in the right spot even or you know don't not being too set on one through 18 it's like well maybe there's if this hole is really bad perhaps there's an opportunity to build an extra hole somewhere else or maybe these two holes would be better combined or so you sort of start big so it must be nuts like your three o'clock in the morning must look like just hell on earth well it's or or not or really exciting it is it's exciting but i think we we work better starting big before dialing in on that detail. So you start kind of chipping away. Um, what's that line about, you know, chipping away the bits of timber, whatever doesn't look like a duck until it looks oh, like right, a duck right, or right, whatever, right. you know. So you kind of, you're starting to flush out all of the, you know, what are the good holes, what are the bad holes? Um, and it, that takes time, you know, and you want to think about it. Okay. And, pl- and you've got partners, so you've got, you know, the O is Ogilvy, Jeff yep. Ogilvy, yep. you know. Yep. Open champion, Absolutely. US Open champion. Yeah. You got Ashley Mead, who's yeah. himself very good. You're an ex-pro, you know, yeah. uh, very good amateur. Yeah. So the three of you together, how does like do, do one of you take control of a course? And well, it's a good skill set, and that was certainly appealing to Medina um, because we had the design chops, but also to have Jeff involved as a relevant tour player because for them. They are very proudly a tournament course, so they want to stay relevant for mm. tournaments. And they've announced the President's Cup in 26. Um, there's a chance he could be the so captain on, for that year. Yeah, right. So, so. You, but you'll have to, you've got to do that by 26. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so how, how, how much are you doing? <laughs> and you better get on with it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, full, it's, a, it's a full redo. Yeah. Well. Um, it's like here, in many ways. So, yeah, so we kind of, we, I think we um, kind of complement each other different skill set like I, I came from a not I guess I came from more of a playing aspect did an engineering degree but not that I necessarily use mm. you know that degree surely you do. do surely surely this is all engineering uh, maybe yeah but look but there might be elements I guess um so so what what 
what do you, what do you, my, my, I said I was coming to, to talk with you and um, my wife said, how do you become, like what degree do you do? I said, there must be some agronomy in there. And Well, yeah, I mean, there, there was a degree for a while at Edinburgh University they were offering it to become a golf course designer maybe 15 years ago and they stopped the course because there weren't enough positions out in the real world, you right. know. Um, a lot of it is what you learn in the field, I think, doing, you know. I mean, a degree to some extent is just proof that you have the ability to learn, (laughs) you know, Um, I think. Um, So Ashley came from... Our careers are interesting because they kind of come from two different different areas and we sort of joined in the middle and do very similar things. Um, He came from a turf background. He was like... So he's the agronomist. Yeah, so he was like an assistant superintendent. Yeah. I came from an engineering background and a playing background. He played as a kid... Not to the level I did, but still, you know, was golf was in the family. And when we, we started working together in 2000 or 1999, 2000, so long, 21 years we've worked together. And, and I wanted to get more experience in the field, which he was good at, and he sort of wanted to get more experience in more of the design capacity. And kind of it took 10 years probably right. to sort of have com- fairly similar skill set. And then some, so somewhere in the... Was it the beginning of that or the middle of that beginning, if that makes sense? Yeah. Uh, you had then you had Jeff, but also yeah. you had Mike Clayton. Yeah, so we both started with that firm in 2000. Oh, okay. So, so it was the four of you started together? Well, not Jeff, no. So it was actually, so Mike had a, a firm with two other partners. So mm-hmm. we worked in that and had 10 really good years. And then that kind of yep. fizzled out. Um, and then Jeff and Mike and Ashley and I started again in 2010 and then sort of in the last couple of years we've changed again so so you've done i mean with mike as well you know he's done some well the the so it's really interesting and i'm curious to know what how this sits with you when someone says say bonnie doon for instance in all the lakes um and they go oh it's a clayton redesign it's not actually a clayton redesign it's an ocm or occm redesign it's really murky the whole credit thing is i almost wish that golf magazines didn't try and credit work to a designer because they'll invariably get it wrong. They should just champion the golf course. You know, Bonnie doing it's great. Yeah, but everyone... You've got to have a... Yeah, but... So, so the interesting thing is, so... I was the lead designer at Bonnie Doon. Yeah. The work was done... It started being done when... There, there was a brief period where when we started the company, it was called Ogilvy Clayton. So some magazines call it a Jeff Ogilvy Mike Clayton course. Right, right. <laughs> You could call it an OCCM course, and now we're their consultants still, OCM. So it's like, well, what the hell do you call it? Yeah. Like, so do you... So I'd rather them not call it anything. Right. Just, you know, just talk about it. Yeah, it's a, you know... And it's the same with everyone. Like, I mean, somewhere like Kingston Heath, people call it a Mackenzie course. It's not a Mackenzie course, you know. I mean, come on. But it was a Mackenzie course. No, and if it McKen- no, But it surely it was. No, it wasn't. So, Royal Melbourne was a Mackenzie course. Yeah, you've got a better claim to say that's fair <laughs> enough. But Kingston Heath was a Dan Suter course. Mackenzie came out for his 10 weeks. He came up with a plan and then Mick Morecambe wrote a letter to the club saying, I'll only do it if I can deviate from the plan. So he built something. From Mackenzie's plan. Yeah. And then his son was the super for 50 years, changed it again. Then Graham Grant was the super and made design changes. Then... We've been their consultant for 20 years and have made a few little changes. I would never suggest that our name be on that course, but at the same time, you can't call it a McKenzie course because mm. you look at McKenzie's plan look at the course today. 
So it's, it's, it is the product of 80 years of, or 100 years of refinement and tinkering, some good, some bad, but it's kind of trended in that direction. It's consistently got better and the course today is better than any time in history. Because if you picked up Mackenzie's plan and put it at Kingston Heath, I think it'd be a worse course. So, so it's like, so why try? And that's what yeah. annoys me with these magazines. They just, everyone's desperate to put one person's it's, name to it. Right. So does it, so by the so same... it annoys me. Yeah, if, yeah. If you've... you've got, he's got his arms crossed, well, he's bloody leaning backwards. Well, it does, it does. But I'm very careful. I don't like it when people try and single people out because I know yeah. it's not true. Like even here, like whilst I was the lead designer, Ashley was every bit just as involved on certainly the first course on the South. It was the two of us working with the club and, yeah. then, and then he was dental on sale for the second half. So it's kind of like, so even it, it, it just doesn't sit with me. Okay, with the, with the um, magazines. Yeah, yeah. So how does campaign. it, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, how does it feel when, when they say, you know, like, so the North course here at Peninsula, yep. Peninsula Kingswood, yep. um, is number five in the country. It's only Very two years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and very early on in the process, when we were talking with the board and, and members, I, I kind of, someone made the, asked the question, you know, how good can the course be? Because it didn't really start out as a redesign. It was more maintenance-based. And then they kind of... You tricked them. Well, they kind of, I think, as, as we progressed, they realised that the act of doing what we were doing was basically like starting again. So if there's an opportunity to make it better, go ahead and do it. Um, so I said back then, your aim should be... So, so on the sand belt, there's four clubs that separate themselves from everyone else. So Which Metro, is, Kingston Heath, Royal and... Victoria. Victoria. Yep. And some people have favourites within that, and that's all fine, you know, whatever. Some people say this is better than that, who cares? You know, but those four are definitely better than everyone else. And when someone comes from America to get a sandbelt experience, if they've got one or two days, they play Kingston Heath and Royal Melbourne. If they've got a spare day, they'll go to Victoria and Metro. I said, your aim should be to turn four into five. And if you can do that, everything else will take care of itself. You'll you'll get the membership, you'll get the notoriety, people do the write-ups, people argue, oh, Peninsula's better than this or that's better than that. But that should be the aim. I said, don't, don't worry too much about whether you're 12 or 13. And so when it got rated they, five, yeah. that was a... But, rightly or wrongly, I'm not going to back it, but it was, in their eyes, it was better than Kingston Heath. Which yeah. is, So it's kind of like, well, you did it. You know, whether you agree or yeah, not, yeah. You, you've done it. No, no I think so, it's great. And I think that, that was the, the goal. And then okay, and then for you, like, so this is—you you don't have to answer this. Did do you did you like take a photo of the of the page, or did you pop the page out and frame it and stick it on the wall at the office and go, dudes, we we bloody like? Do you have a no, no, <laughs> no, because no. every every job you sort of it's got a, you've you know it's got its own goals and things, and mm. that was the goal here, but. Mm. Um, no, I, no. But, 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 but gratifying nonetheless. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really like it's a... It was like I remember the first time I ever won a tournament as an amateur. You kind of dream about it as a kid. You always want to win a tournament. And for me, that was my life, like playing golf. And then when I finally won a tournament, I remember this kind of weird sensation of just like, oh, <laughs> you know. And it's like there was no high-fiving, there was no fist pumps. It was more just 
that moment of reflection when you're sort of by yourself where you're just like, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was like that. Yeah. Where you're just like, you're not really, you're not rubbing in people's faces or anything like that. No, it's no, just no. A yeah, nice yeah. to just, when you're by yourself and you've got a moment. It's just, like when we won the job at Medina, that was like, I didn't think we'd, you know, mm. everything was against us. And we finally did it. It was just like, huh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, all right, we, um, we're going to go and play the North Course. So that is the number five course in the country. Uh, what, what do I, what should I know before... I think today is going to be about survival because it is, <laughs> it is blowing hard yeah. from mm. the north. We could talk about angles and all of this. Mm-hmm. I think keep it in play. It's not super long. It's not crazy long. So I think hit whatever club off the tee is going to keep it in play and I'd be just aiming middle of the green today. All right. Well, we'll talk after. <laughs> Great shot. <laughs> so this is the well, I'm on the 11th hole uh, with Michael, and you've just hit. So you said something interesting on the tee that this is your. I don't think it's your favourite hole, but it's your favourite green it's complex. Green, yeah. So why? Um. Well, just just describe it. Well, so 70% of the green is a bowl on the left. So and everything's really receptive. So we sort of hollowed the ground out in front, so that if you hit a running shot like I just did, there's actually a lot of room for error. If you push it a little bit right, it kicks it back to the middle. Play it a bit far left, kicks it back to the middle. Whereas most people don't see that, and they just try and hit for the pin. So I think it's an easier shot hitting a running shot. But then 30% of the time, there's that pin way out on the right, which is about the hardest pin on the golf course, and it's just a fun pin because it it totally flips that strategy from being a receptive green to actually something that goes the other way (laughs) to a disaster yeah so i I just like how you know you with the change of a pin it just completely flips the sort of shot you hit here and so how often are you what and on say on 18 holes how many times are you trying to do that what's rare that's the thing you know i mean i love or we all love sort of the ground game and playing running shots and it, it doesn't you don't see it enough, and so that this was built very much in mind with being receptive to a running shot. Yeah. So with trying to hit a high seven iron in... It was probably the wrong shot. <laughs> Do you think you should have said something? Well, it didn't work last time I tried to coach you, so I'd just rather say nothing. <laughs> Ew, thanks. <laughs> Nice par. Thank you. Um, 12th hole. Yep. So don't worry, we're not don't, we're not going to go through every hole no, from no. the ba- on the back nine. But the, but this is interesting, isn't it? I mean, it this is, is um, the 360 meters and your three ironed. What's well, yeah? I always joke that it's the longest 350 or 360 meters out here because it's a hog's back, which is a unique design trait, I guess. So it's it's a fairway that domes. I don't know why they picked a hog. Because every, every animal domes. Is, is this is, is now? Is this a reaction to the previous green? So you've got a, you've got a bold green. So then to, to skew the eye, and do you think this way, or am I just am no, I reading too not. much into this? No, 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 you're not. Um, but it didn't come into play here. But um, so it's this sort of fairway that rejects anything but the perfect shot. So as a result, if you want to hit a driver, there's only about 15 metres to land it in. Otherwise, it's anything left or right is peeling off the sides. Whereas the widest bit of the fairway is like 190 metres, which is why I'm hitting an iron. But it used to have bunkers around the green, but we, I, we really liked the simplicity of just seeing that sort of fairway kind of 
peeling off and the, and the green perched at the top. So it's like a skyline green because there's sort of not much yeah. behind it. And there's no bunkers around it. Well, there's one way off to the there's right. one way off, but essentially it's all just these big steep drop-offs. Right, so it's a mean track. hole. It's mean because with a four-iron in your hand for the second, it's such a hard shot. Okay, so. good. All right, I'm going back to the three-iron. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The... Third member in our group is Michael Ferroni, who's the pro at Mornington Golf Club, which is getting its own rebuild from, you know, master plan going there. Haven't yeah, you? yeah. Uh, each each year, as they can afford it, they're uh, moving through the master plan. They've um, we've done what four greens, three, uh, one new par three, spectacular par three. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, new putting green. Yeah, some big improvements and, and more to come. Okay, good. good. You played a long bunker shot earlier. You had a violent uphill lie. And can you just so this can be our lesson for the day? Uh, well, I've got a uh, question from Andrew who sent a le- question in. How do I play a long bunker shot that's uphill? What What's your strategy? Okay, so that, that bunker shot was about is about 80, 80 meters. We're on the face of the bunker. Um, it's quite a quite a steep bunker. Um, so because it was that uphill lie, I actually lent into the into the hill. I moved the ball slightly back. Um, the idea there was to get more of a downward strike and hit the ball first. Right, but doesn't that go against the fact when everyone says just match your shoulders to the angle of the bunker surface? Yeah. The, so you did the opposite. I, I did with that shot because it was that steep uphill lie that I was, because I was basically in the face of the bunker, mm. you know, of a one of the biggest bunkers on the course. Yeah. Do you, um, like, it? Do you like the bunker? You remember? Uh, well, I, I go in it far too often, so probably a good reason why I was able to play that shot nicely. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a great part of the, you know, the design. Um, it's a you know a big it's, it's a wasteland really, mm. it's a massive wasteland. So, um, yeah, no problem there. But yeah, my to, to play that, I was trying to get club on ball first um, with a steeper angle of attack. So that's why I lent into it, and that's why I played it back. Um, generally, in bunker shots. You know, you, you, you don't need to be that steep, so you won't lean in that far. Okay. Um, now, you're, you're a member at um, Peninsula Kingswood. Yes, yes. So how do you like playing with the key designer? Uh, because it's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. No, well, it's, it's, it's a privilege, isn't it? Because uh, what you can do, one, is listen to how he describes each hole and, and the reasons they did certain things, which is, you know, it's fantastic to hear and, and just pick his brain, you know, why have you done this, why have you done that? And it's, it's fascinating. And, and, you know, Michael's extremely experienced and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it gives you a bit of a, a different perspective on things with the, with the course and the holes and, yeah, it's uh, the green complexes around here are amazing. Do you play better? 
Uh, I don't know if I played better today. It's been steady. Um, it's you one under? Yeah, one under. Just, just uh, yeah, birdie back then. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know if it's necessarily better. We're certainly having a nice relaxed round, so I play better when I'm relaxed, that's for sure. Good stuff. Thanks, Michael. Sorry. So we finished playing, sun setting, wind stopped, just stunning. Like what a st- like seriously, I'm, and you're not paying for this, so it was a really beautiful golf experience. You were three under. I had a few birdies, which surprised so me. Probably three. So somewhere like that, yeah. Yeah. And, like that. and Michael, the pro, was probably one or two under. So yeah, that was good. But it was a perfect afternoon. Yeah, it was one, gorgeous. one of the great days. Yeah. One of the things that kept coming up was, um, and it was more um, Michael because he's got more experience around the sand belt. But yeah. it was, oh, this is a bit like seventeen west. Yeah. This is um, six east. This is the ninth at Kingston Heath. This is so. How much? Um, how much? Uh, reverie yeah. is there to other golf courses as opposed to reinventing everything or trying to yourself? There's a lot, actually, um, and almost one of the a designer's greatest skills is the power of recall, is to kind of recall the great holes and why they're great. Because um, invariably you're presented with a similar bit of ground and you're like, well, this is a little bit like the ninth at Liverpool or mm. the fourth at Pebble Beach or whatever, and you rarely try and copy it, but you'll certainly, if, if it does sort of fit your eye, you might be inspired by that hole and use elements of it and, and we do that all the time yeah um the devil's asshole yeah so yeah 13 north the short par four devil's asshole 10th at pine valley really deep tiny little bunker in front of the green it's like 10 foot deep we knew we couldn't get away with that but we built the bunker deeper than what it appears now so that and there's like a meter of sand so that if we have a tournament you can go and essentially scoop out two or three feet of sand yeah and you will yeah and it'll be really hard. And then with a pin just over it, it, make, it makes for an even more, you know, risky second shot, I guess. Okay. Um, something just, just to go back to the very beginning, your design um, ethic and your design history. So you're, in, you're the son of an son of a art teacher? Yep. And you're an artist yourself. So surely, when I asked you earlier and said, what do you see, what, you know, you're seeing, surely you're seeing little paintings when you're designing. Yeah, kind of. I mean, certainly, like, you, the the strategy and, and all of that is part of it, but we are very influenced by the aesthetics, by, you know, the balance of things and whether something... I think all architects are. It's just that I guess I can maybe do a drawing before you go ahead and build it that looks kind of like the way we want it. Um, but, yeah, we are heavily influenced by the aesthetic, I would say, um, because I think you can fool people in. You could essentially build a bad hole from a design point of view that looked really good yeah. and people would think it was a good hole. So and, why not do both? And so then with members and with boards and can you tell them if you've, you know, if you've, if you've designed, a, designed a bad hole but it's a beautiful hole, can you... Because it must be hard with boards and, and members and opinions yeah, and everyone's absolutely. got one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a thousand experts at every golf club. Yeah. Um, so it is hard to appeal to everyone but... Um, and you're probably your own worst critic in many ways. When you go back to work you'd done 10 years prior, you, you're always looking at it thinking, oh, well, you know, would I have done it the same way if I did it today or could it be better or could, you know, 
But I think that's healthy. It's the only way you get better. Okay. Well, um, looking forward, you've been signed, OCM have been signed to Medina, number three, which has got the President's Cup for 2024. 26. 26. Excuse me. Um, that's massive. Like, that's an actual... So no Australian company's ever been signed to a, a job that big in America. Is that right? Not at, like, a, a country club like that. I mean, no sort of Australian-based firm, yeah. So I guess the Sharks don't work in America, but they're typically been new courses and no disrespect to the Shark, but it's probably more of an American company than an Australian firm. So it's a nice story, this little kind of Melbourne-based firm, you know, little office in Sandy, and I think it's a great story that, yeah, we've got that job and we're really excited about getting over there. So does that put you... I mean, it, it clearly does, but how does that change things for you guys as a company... It clearly sets you on the world stage. I mean, like, this place clearly sets you on the world stage because any top ten course in just about any country is is a big deal, yeah. and that's what the North Course is. Yeah, yeah look, hopefully. I mean, it, it suits us. We, we finished Shady Oaks in March last year just as um, COVID was kind of, you know, running rampant. Um, and we're delighted with how that turned out. That very much helped our case at Medina... Um, so we do see particularly the American market as being a key part of, you know, us moving forward. But, yeah. but we don't want to lose our clients here in Australia, you know. So. And the challenges of working with the Americans, I'm guessing, would be, I mean, like the money and the opinion and the... Is it any different? I th- look, we have... And is it the show? Is it like that's the show? It's, it is different. Um, as an architect, you're probably put up on a pedestal a little more than you are in Australia, where you tend to, everyone's happy to argue with you about whether a particular idea is good or not. You're probably more seen as being, oh, well, they're the architects and they'll do a great job. Um, It is different over there. It was funny, when we started working, when we were pitching for the job at Shady Oaks, they've got 18-hole course and they've got a little nine in the middle, which is where Hogan used to practice. And that was the first project we did. And I kind of said at the time, look, it makes sense to do that. We can trial construction techniques. We can get used to each other, see if you like us, you know, Mm. how we all work and all Mm. the rest of it. And I said, plus, you know, we could, if we build that first, you could just do nine holes at a time. And this older, he's a lovely guy, um, mid-70s, kind of looked at me and said, why wouldn't we just shut the whole course? (laughs) And I'm like, well, yeah, of course, you know, you could do it. And it is more expected over there. Like here it's very rare for a club to shut. Over there, they kind of figure every 20 years they're going to redo their golf course. Right. Because unless it's like Shinnecock Hills or, you know, National Golf Links or something like that, if it's a really good country club, particularly in some of those hotter environments, they kind of, they, every 20 years they expect we're going to have to redo our greens and redo our bunkers and, well, if we're doing that, we might as well get an architect in and, you know, look at changing some things, right. making it better. So they're used to it. So they're kind of used to it. Okay. So it's less of a sell, the idea of doing major work, okay. in, in my experience, anyway. Well, look, thanks for today. I, like, I just loved it. I love the course. I love playing with you and, and right. seeing, hearing how things work and they're meant to work and hogs backs and, <laughs> you know, devil's assholes, whatever it is. I really enjoyed the day. Congratulations on the course. Thank you. Um, and Medina as well. Yep. And I just Brilliant. look forward to seeing how it all comes together. Thanks, mate. There was one last thing. Two, actually. Two last things. The first was this. If you were going to give the game away, or if anyone's giving it away, what's the one thing they should do before they do it? So you can end your golfing life fulfilled. That you've done it all. You've seen it all. And it could be anything. 
So that was the first thing. The second thing is, at the time of recording the bits and pieces that start and the end, it's Sunday afternoon in Australia uh, before Monday morning's Masters. So I asked him, who do you reckon is going to win? Hideki's in front. Who's going to win the Masters for 2021? For the record, I have no idea. I, I've tipped Hideki. I wouldn't mind seeing Thomas come back. I wouldn't mind uh, Leishman. Uh, Smith coming out of nowhere. Smith out of nowhere wins. Ties with Leishman. Smith and Leishman together. First time in history. They share the green jacket. That'd be good because I've tipped Smith but not Leishman. You see? That's the issue. Um, anyway, Michael's not like that at all. Here's what he had to say. If someone was about to quit golf and I had any advice of, of something that they had to do before they quit, it would be to go to the old course at St Andrews. It is one of the most amazing experiences. As you, as you drive down kind of Golf Avenue, um, you go left off the main street and then it sort of opens up in front of you, the first tee, the 18th green, the clubhouse. There's really two things that stand out in my life that I kind of had that wow moment. That was one of them and one of them was seeing the Grand Canyon and uh, both of those kind of stand out. Um, so, yeah, going to the old course, it's, it's kind of part museum piece. Aside from that, it's an amazing golf course, but just, just to stand there and feel as though, you know, I'm standing in the same place that old Tom and, you know, countless others have, have, have stood and worked and played um, is amazing. If you can walk a few holes at the same time, well, even better. Uh, well, Hideki's up by four. Um, and he's kind of been there before, great player. I feel like Hideki's going to run away with it, um, but just hope that – I hope it's close for starters because there's nothing better than a close finish at the Masters, and I hope Leash gives him a, a really good run. Look, if Leash could win, it would be unbelievable. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.